Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with me for just a couple of minutes. Here, our focus is being better and healthier than yesterday. Are you better? Are you healthier than you were yesterday? Here, we don't compare ourselves to him or to her. We compare ourselves to who we were yesterday. Self-improvement has no end. Health has no finish line. There are lifelong journeys where we take it one day at a time, and here we do it together. So let's do this. Before I get into the main content, if you want to get in contact with me, email and Instagram are the best ways to get in contact. Email me at benpagedc at gmail.com and on Instagram, benpagedc. And if you're listening to this, go to Instagram, tag me on the episode, and I'll tag you right back and we get to know each other. I love to get to know the community and I would love to get to know you. So let's get on to the main content. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Wellness Farmer podcast. Um, I have a pretty interesting guest. Um, I got to know him through his podcast, so I'm so excited to bring him on and, and to talk about what health is and more leaning towards health and men. But of course, I mean, we can all become healthier and this stuff will help us. Doesn't matter who we are. Um, this is Ryan Mickler. He's going to be on. And we're going to be talking with him a little bit. But before we get into the main, before we start this conversation, of course, I'm going to have Ryan kind of introduce himself, um, his path, his winding path of where he is today, and so you, as a listener, can get to know him, and then we'll and we'll jump into the conversation. So Ryan, thanks a ton for coming onto the show, and can you give just uh, well the type of introduction that you think is appropriate? Yeah, well, I'm glad to be here. Looking forward to the conversation. Uh, as far as an introduction, I, I consider myself a husband and a father and those those things first, family man first. Um, outside of that, we have Order of Man, which is our podcast and, and our website and, and, our, and our movement to help reclaim and restore masculinity in this weird society that seems to be very dismissive of it. So uh, we've been going with the business for about six years now and uh, it's really grown over six years, which I think is a testament to the power of uh, the message, not not necessarily me, but the message that we're sharing uh, and how important this message is for men who want to do the same, become the best they can as far as husbands, fathers, business owners, leaders within their community, whatever area of life they're showing up. And I just want to give them the tools and resources. And so we've, we've dedicated ourselves over the past six years to doing just that. And it's a uh, it's been a great ride, man. I, I sometimes I feel like the the greatest recipient or beneficiary of the work that we're doing. You know, I I I make uh, social media posts, and I think those are a reminder for me more than just about anybody else. So it's uh, kind of a living journal for me. So it's been a good ride, man. It's been it's re- it's been really enjoyable, and it's been very fulfilling as well. And I think that's exactly why I continue to do this. I think I'm learning more <laughs> as, I, as, I, as I'm on this journey. I think I'm learning more by the people I sure. talk to and, and remembering who I should be by posting. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love this so much. I've, I bring people on like you as an example to learn and not only do i get to learn but then i get to pass it on to my listeners and hopefully they learn and become better people better men and as i was telling you before we started this this podcast focuses on health and health in a way where we kind of have to leave the system because the system doesn't want us to be healthy and 
from what I've learned from you, it's kind of the same system with us as men too. this whole system of what's causing men to become sicker is not helping um, is not helping us as men and as men, we can't really help our women. So can you kind of just give an overview? What, what is your thought process in this whole system? What's happening to men in, in society today? Well, so I need to answer that with a question. What, what do you mean by system? My, it's funny because my wife and I actually had this conversation the other day. We, we throw out the term they a lot. They don't want us to be healthy. They want this. They want that. They don't want this. They don't want that. Who is they? And what is the system that you're referring to? If, if you can give me a little bit of uh, concept around that, then maybe I can give you a better, better answer to your question. So they is the people that are basically in control. So what we're seeing on major, major media um, a lot of the people that are telling us who and what we should be, and that's including small media too, like Instagram and a lot of these, a lot of these other social medias where we can also have a platform. But the majority, Not including of, you and me, right? Exactly, because we're on this too, and hopefully, and hopefully, we're 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 giving the a, a different perspective that actually builds us instead of destroys us as as a as people and as a, as a, as a community and I mean as a world and but. The media and the people that are in control of what the media tells us, it seems like we're not, they're not out there looking for the better good for each and every one of us. And it's causing havoc in, first of all, our health, because that's what I see. I study that and I see the health of the world going down. But I also see men is having a hard time combing through with this and, and, and the whole and the mental illness is what I'm seeing is as a major problem. I was just reading the other day that so from like from 10 to 11 or no 9 to 11 the the amount of suicide is about even between male and female which is scary to me just to think 11 years old wow that's crazy but once you get to about 20 to 25 there's a five times difference between suicides between male and female there's something wrong there. So what's going on? What's causing? So what I'm talking about, yeah, the people that have control of what the media is telling us, something's not right because the suicide rate's a lot higher in men than women. Why would, and so why? Well, I think when we talk about they and the system, I think what we need to remember is that everybody's out for themselves. You know, like, and, and that's not bad necessarily. Like when it comes to me, for example, I'm out to protect my family. I'm out to make income so I can put a roof over our head and food on the table uh, and, and create some experiences and some memories and live a fulfilling life. I think what we need to realize and understand or at least contemplate is that or, or question whether or not the people that we're following or the institutions that we're uh, aligned with, whether or not it aligns with what it is that we want. And so let's take the media, for example. And I'm talking about legacy media. I'm talking about entertainment, CNN, Fox. Like, I don't care what side of the political aisle you're on. I, I, that, doesn't, that doesn't matter to me. But their interest, and you have, to, you have to be aware of this, their interest is to get eyeballs so they can sell advertising. That's it. Like, period. Bottom line. That's it. Your, your doctors are getting paid by pharmaceutical companies 
to pitch their products, period. Bottom line, that's it. So I'm not sure as I'm not sure that we're as deceitful or devious or evil as people would make you believe as much as it's just, Hey, we're after our own best interest. And so it's up to you as a consumer and an individual to decide whether or not the organizations you're aligned with happen to align with what you're after. And if you align, great, good, follow it. If you don't align, then it's up to you to make sure that you understand what other individuals and organizations and governments and institutions motives are and figure out whether or not you're in alignment with that. I'm not in alignment with big pharma. This is just not something I'm in alignment with. So I'm very, very skeptical. I'm not in alignment with big government. I don't think they, they, it's not that they don't have our best interest at heart. It's that they only care about themselves and growing the government. That's not in alignment with me. When it comes to other organizations like the youth football team, that's very much in alignment with my three boys who want to play football and want to learn about life through the game of football. So what we need to realize is that everybody is after their own best interest. And sometimes that plays to my favor and other times it doesn't, but it's up to me to recognize when and where that is and then align myself with the organizations that happen to align with my best interest, which is to lead my family well. Yeah. And I mean, that I completely understand that. And, and I see that's the way we should be. However, the more I talk with people, um, it seems like they have a hard time figuring that out. Um, it seems like just ex- just an example with this whole this whole uh, this whole pandemic. It's I will try to te- I will try to speak to someone about this whole injection and what I believe this truly is a, a huge exaggeration of of somebody like you say someone wanting something someone out to per- they're pursuing something and they're getting what they're wanting and these people have the hardest time even understanding me so i look back to a study and i, I look back to a study that that was done in the gulag during 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 the the, the concentration camps in, in russia and and i remember reading about one of the studies the psychological studies they did on the on these people that were in these concentration camps was they would bombard them with a negative propaganda or propaganda that was completely false. And it said that it took them less than two months to change the perspective of what they were listening to, to a point where they com- agreed with it. And it was almost impossible to change their mind with the true information using graphs and everything. Just two months of this, of this propaganda. So most people, that's where they're getting the majority of their their information. You as a man, how how do you so how do you make sure or how do you talk to those people to help them understand what's going on? Because it, it's quite a bit, and most people are stuck still to what you're talking, like you said, legacy media. Well, the reality is I can't. I can't help anybody who doesn't want to be helped, you know? So we spend an inordinate amount of time 
and energy and resources communicating with individuals who just aren't interested. And so what I've decided to do instead is to reach out to a large swath of individuals, millions and millions of people who have listened down to our podcast and those who are interested in the information can consume and it's available and the resources are here and those who aren't then fine, you know, but look, I'm not everybody's savior. I'm not, I'm not even trying to be, all I want to do is share insights and tools and information and resources that have helped me that have unlocked joy and fulfillment and genuine happiness in my own life. And, you know, you can interpret that through your own lens and experiences and decide whether or not what I share is for you or not. But we have this very weird complex where we think it's up to us to save everybody. I mean, look at what's happening right now in Afghanistan. Why is it America's responsibility to save, save, I'm going to use quotation, to save Afghanistan? Like, are those individuals even interested in, 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 in our help in what we have to offer? You know, we're so arrogant to believe that, oh, well, everybody just wants what we want. Do they? I don't know. Are the Afghani people willing to save themselves? Are they willing to help themselves? Are they willing to fight for themselves? Doesn't, doesn't appear to be the case. So why are we interjecting ourselves in these situations? So it's arrogance, it's, it's ego, it's arrogance. And I'm not just talking about foreign conflicts. I'm talking about every time that, you know, you try to save your friend uh, who you see going down a bad path. Like, is it really that you care about your friend or is it that you just want to feel good? You know, it's virtue signaling. Like, oh, I, I did what I was supposed to do. You know, what I think we're doing here with, with our movement, and at least what I'm trying to do, is not tell you how to live. You can decide that. You're a big boy. You're a big girl. Like, you can decide that for yourself. But here's some information that served me, that's worked with me, uh, that's helped me live a, a significant and meaningful and filled life through, through my own lens. It's anecdotal. There's not data there. Like, I just feel anecdotally that this is a good life. And if you agree or find value in what we're doing, great, cool, join us. If not, I genuinely wish you the best of luck. I really do. I want, I want you to succeed and I want you to find the path of fulfillment and happiness. So get after it. I'm just going to give you one perspective that maybe you haven't considered before. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm trying to do is just get the other perspective out there. But, and then, yeah, it, it, at the same time, it's tough to see people walk away like that. And it's like, I think this is a better perspective, but yeah, I guess that's just ego <laughs> coming in. And, it's ego. And, like what, what uh -huh. right do I have to tell you, Ben, for example, that you should be doing X, Y, and Z. I don't know. I don't, you live, you live in, uh, where, where currently, do you live? I'm currently I'm in Argentina. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Argentina, like, I don't want a person to live in Argentina, but you do. So what right do I have to tell you? Well, that's, that's a bad decision. You shouldn't live in Argentina. You should live in the U.S. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you're after. You know, I found fulfillment and happiness here. And, and that leads me to the path that I want to be on. Uh, maybe you found fulfillment and happiness there. And like, I'm excited for you, man. <laughs> I genuinely am. And so I, I have no, no desire, preconceived notion that I should like change your mind about your lifestyle. If you're not happy though, let's say you're in Argentina and you're not happy. Okay, well, you know, let me shed some light on some other alternative options that might serve you better. But you have to decide that as a grown person, not, not me. I can't make that decision for you.
For sure. Yeah, we definitely, and that's one thing that that we have to come down, come to a conclusion is that yeah, the only person that could change is the, is the person that wants to change for sure. And, yeah. and and going into that, I mean, so what are some of your life experiences? What are some of the thing? What are some of the life experiences that have helped you become who you are, and the person that looks for himself for information, the person that um, not I wouldn't say doesn't trust it, but the person that is trying to find his own path through self knowledge and. And not just by repeating what someone else might say, but actually thinking through it and and acting for himself. What are some of the things that have helped you in your life? Well, I have a tremendous blessing of, I, I want to say we've done close to 800 podcasts now. And I have the tremendous honor and fortune and blessing to have interviewed I want to say over 350 highly successful men. These are entrepreneurs, elite athletes, scholars, warriors, New York Times bestselling authors, like the men that we've had on the podcast, like Jocko Willink and David Goggins and Grant Cardone and Andy Frasilla and, and Tim Kennedy and John Eldridge. And I mean, like the list goes on and on. I'm so fortunate because what I get to do as a, as a career, as a, for a living is I get to have conversations with guys like you and gentlemen, like who I just mentioned. And I don't agree, Ben, like I, we don't know each other that well, but I guarantee that I don't agree with everything you say and, and vice versa. Right. <laughs> and, and these other guys, Jocko Willink, I don't agree with everything he says. I agree with a lot of what he says, but not everything. So when I have somebody on the podcast who I get to have an hour plus long conversation with and pick their brain about the way that they view their life, the way they view circumstances, the lens in which they're perceiving the world around them, I mean, what a powerful opportunity to reflect and ask myself, do I really believe that? Uh, again, I'm going back to this Afghanistan because I don't know when you're airing this podcast, but this is a thing in the news right now is... You know, I've, I've, I've heard, for example, a lot of information from men who, who say, you know, like if you're, if you're a veteran, I don't want you to think your time in service is wasted. Well, I'm a veteran. In 2005 and 2006, I didn't go to Afghanistan, but I went to Iraq. Similar circumstances, similar situation. I worked with Iraqi interpreters who I thought very highly of, who were willing to risk not only their own lives, but their families' lives, which is even more so of a, of a sacrifice, I think. Uh, so I've got a little bit of experience in this. And so I've seen a lot of guys say things like, you know, well, if you're a veteran and you're a warrior, don't doubt your service. Don't doubt this. Don't question this. Man, you should question that. What a ridiculous notion. Don't question your service. Don't question the work you did. Why? Why shouldn't you question that? It's uncomfortable. You know, I spent... I spent a year and a half deployed, a year in Iraq, in 2005, in Ramadi, Iraq, in 2005, 2006, one of the most dangerous times you could have ever been in Iraq. You're telling me I shouldn't question that? Ridiculous. I should question that. I should call into question my actions. I should call into question my behaviors. I should call into question everything I believe every day. 
And so I have a powerful opportunity with the podcast guest that I have on to question my preconceived notions about Afghanistan or Iraq or running a business or leading a family or asking for promotion or my relationship with my wife, my relationship with my kids, every fitness, every single facet of my life, I should be questioning on a daily basis. And too many of us aren't questioning it. Like we have our patterns like this. Is, oh, this works. Like This is good. Okay, but question it. And you're going to find out one of two things, and both are positive, by the way. Number one, you're going to find out that what you're doing is right. Good. You reaffirmed your decision. You're more convicted in that now. That's good. Or you're going to find out, you know, I was wrong on that. It, it wasn't as efficient or effective as it could have been. It, or it wasn't as fulfilling or, or good for others as it could have been. And so, yeah, let's question it and then make better decisions moving forward. So, I, you know, I realize I'm in a unique position because I have opportunities to have conversations like this, but I wish more people, and, and I'll give you a very tactical advice here. Do an after action review every day. Like just spend some time thinking about your day. What did you get done? What didn't you get done? What did you want to do? What, what didn't you accomplish that you set out to accomplish? What went well? What didn't go well? How are you going to improve tomorrow? If you just spent 10 minutes every day at the end of every day and did that, your life over two weeks, four weeks, six months, 12 months would be drastically and radically changed. If you just decided to do that one simple thing every day would just, just to review your day for 15 minutes. It'd be crazy. And, and not only that, I remember you talking about um, taking, I don't think you worked, took, I don't think you said the word. Uh, ownership, but no, you didn't say ownership. I, I wish I could remember the word, but just for one week, uh, do what you say you're going to do. I wonder, I'm well, trying to integrity, right? Yeah. It's, be, either I would say integrity. I mean, I don't know which, which I think it was integrity conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's in integrity. Cause look, all of us have, have a belief about ourselves, right? We believe certain things about ourselves. I'm successful. I'm wealthy. I'm good looking. I'm not good looking. I'm fat. I'm ugly. I'm horrible. I'm like, it's, it's such a wide spectrum of the way that we view ourselves. And so what, what mo I think what most of us do is we think more highly of ourselves than maybe we ought to, you know, I'm successful. I'm wealthy. I'm popular. I'm important. And what I've noticed, even in my own life, and again, I'm just, I'm just talking about myself here, and you can decide if this applies to you or not. I think highly of myself. Like Humility is not something I'm, I'm, I'm good at naturally, and I'm very prideful. I get arrogant. My ego gets the better of me most of the time, not from time to time, but most of the time. And, and so I, I've, I've got to ask myself, is the way that I view myself in alignment with the actions that I'm, that I'm doing, the work that I'm engaged in. And so all of us have what I call an integrity gap. It's the gap between what we know we should be doing and the way that we view ourselves and then what we're actually doing in life. And the greater the divide between what you know you should be doing and what you're actually doing, that, that creates a lot of frustration and contention in in your own life 
And so what I talk to men about is bridging the integrity gap. If I can help you go from here to here and get you closer to what you think about yourself and what you think about life in general, and I can align your actions with how you view yourself, that's the path to fulfillment. So I, I've got an integrity gap. You've got an integrity gap. Everybody listening to this has an integrity gap. And what we need to be doing is men and women and just people in general is shrinking the gap. What I know I should be doing, what I'm actually doing. When those are in complete alignment, everything will lay down before you and you'll be able to accomplish all that you want to accomplish. Yeah. And what, while you're talking about that, I, I almost thought about the exact opposite, how some people um, look at themselves way too low. They think they're, they think they haven't accomplished enough. They think they are not very good at certain things. They, 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 they think too low of themselves. And that's also very detrimental. And I, from what I've seen is it's very detrimental to their health too. Let me flip that on its head though, Ben. Uh -huh. Let me yeah. flip that on its head. You thinking less of yourself is actually an ego-driven concept. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And, and, it, and unfortunately, I think it happens more often than not that it's-, it's, oh, it's I'm, I'm not, uh -huh. I don't disagree. I think you're uh -huh. right. But I, but I don't think that's the opposite of what we're talking about. I think that's just a different manifestation of what we're talking about. There we go. That's probably better words putting. Right. Yeah. Because look, if you think to yourself, well, you know, like I'm not as good as I should be and I'm not this and I'm not that. Okay. Well, what gives you the right to believe you should be? You're not even doing the work. Let's take one metric, for example. Let's just take body fat percentage. That's it. Okay. So like, let's just bring this down to its lowest common denominator here. Body fat. Let's say you're 30% body fat. And, and, and you think, so that's the reality, 30% body fat. You think you should be at 10%. You're like, well, you know, I'm a horrible human being and I'm not good and I'm not this and I'm not that and I'm not valuable and I'm fat and I'm ugly and I'm this and that because I'm not at 10%. Well, you tell me what you've done over the past 12 months to 24 months that would actually help you accomplish 10% body fat or even 15 or even 20 or even 25. Tell me what you've done. Well, I haven't done anything then you are an arrogant son of a gun. You think that just because you want something that you're entitled to it. You're not. Because if you really wanted what you say you want and you really believed that you could have that, you would be doing the work. And you, you may not be at 15% body fat, but you sure as shit would be working your way towards it. You'd go from 30 to 29 to 27 to 25 to 22 over time. But it's arrogant to believe that we are entitled to the result without the effort. And so if you're feeling bad about yourself, it's not, you're not being humble. That's what people think. That's what popular culture says. Oh, well, you should be humble, which means that you should be, feel bad about yourself and who you are and subservient to other people. No, that's ego-driven. You think you're entitled to something that you haven't earned. Integrity gap. What you know you should be doing and what you're actually doing. When you bridge the two, that's where confidence comes from, which is not fake, by the way. Arrogance and ego and pride, those are all fake. You can fake that stuff. Fake it till you make it. 
but confidence is earned through the work that you're doing towards improving who you are as an individual. Yeah. And, and that confidence is a, is a wonderful word to be used and, and, and kind of switching, switching a little bit to confidence and health. I personally, for what I study and for what I see is, is, is the health of men and women, but of men has, have, has gone way downhill. And it's funny how you'll, you'll, I'll, I'll see these, <clears throat> these pictures where now the, the, are they the mannequins where they put the clothes on them so you could see what they would look like? I saw a picture, mm -hmm. a post where one of the mannequins actually has a belly now, and it's, mm -hmm. it's like it's like the it's like the cool thing or something like that is is to not to not work out to not make lifestyles healthy anymore. Don't worry about that stuff. And I see how that's happening, and I see how men and women are becoming more and more sick because they don't. They don't have the confidence they need to take the action daily. So when I talk about health, I, it's, I talk about health as, 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 as a lifestyle. It's something that you never reach. It's not something that you'll, oh, I'm finally healthy. No, it's a lifestyle that you take day to day, every day until you leave this earth. It doesn't, it never, you never are healthy. You're always working to be healthy. And I see that we don't see that anymore. You either extremely go overboard or just don't, and you don't worry about the, the daily tasks of staying healthy. So I see how what you're well, saying. So, uh -huh. Yeah. So let me, let me challenge something you said, you said, and I wrote it down here because I want to make sure I hit it is that you said, quote unquote, they don't have the confidence they need. Yeah. I mean, of course I can't say they, yeah. what, what, well, not only that, but, and again, I'm not calling you out here, but I think the nuance is important. Okay. So when I hear that, they don't have the con. So what that says is that, well, if I just had more confidence, then I'd succeed. So what, what, what we're doing, so like, oh, I'm just missing confidence. All I need. Okay. No, no, you don't need confidence in order to succeed. Confidence is the manifestation of the work that you've done. It's, it's like showing up to a football game to the Super Bowl and saying, hey, I'm here. I've arrived. Like, give me a trophy. No, you, you actually got to do the work. You got to win the ball game. You got to train. You got to plan. You got to run the season. You got to beat everybody else. You actually have to do the work. The confidence is just the manifestation of work, meaningful and significant work. So when guys say to me, because I get this all the time, Ryan, how do I develop confidence? What they're saying is like, is, is there some attribute or some mantra or some affirmation that I can just repeat in the mirror every morning when I wake up? No, there isn't, actually. Instead of worrying about the confidence and the mantra and the affirmation, what maybe you ought to do is just get up at six o'clock and go to the gym. And then when you go to the gym, even when you feel like you don't, especially when you feel like you don't want to, you go to the gym and you do your work and you spend 45 minutes to an hour in the gym and you do what you need to be doing. And then you come out and guess what? You're more confident. Confidence is just the manifestation of meaningful work. So I think we need to be very careful because a lot of people say, well, I just, Ryan, I just want to be more confident. Yeah, I get that. I do too. So how do we do it? Not by like manufacturing some some thing, you know, a lot of people do this. I see a lot of these Insta gurus, I call them, who 
they manufacture confidence and they yell and they scream and they shout and they swear and everything else to get your attention. But that's fake. It's not real confidence, guys. That's fake. Real confidence is when you walk into a room and you see one individual, a gal or a guy, and you think, man, that person over there, they've got it. I don't know what it is. I don't quite know how to put my finger on it. I don't know why I'm attracted to that person. But they've got something. What they've got is confidence. They've aligned their actions and the views they have about themselves. And that is confidence. So let's not pursue confidence. Let's instead pursue work and effort and progress and growth and expansion. And then the trophy, if you will, the reward is confidence. That's not an attribute that you need to develop. That's the reward of attributes that you have developed. The attribute mainly being integrity, aligning your words, your thoughts with your actions. Yeah. And, and you can use that in any aspect of life, but of course, yeah. In, but in health, I think it's incredibly important because yeah, it's action. Our health is like I said, is, is day to day. It's not something that you, you reach. So I always tell people, take the time every day to move enough, to think good enough, make sure you get enough rest. These are all things that make sure you're eating nutrient dense food, make sure you're doing the little things, because if you're acting and doing those literally little things, health will be its natural outcome. Because yeah, I personally believe that we're born healthy and that our cells only know health so if we can give our cells and the bacteria and the fungus and and the virus that work together with our cells if we can give them what they need our body will do one thing build health and that's it so it's so important that we do the small actions daily so we can reach a type of a type of environment where we can do these things we can, we can work, we can, we can do all the things that need to be done daily so we can have a, a prosperous life. Yeah, totally. I totally agree with you and how it's, how it's acting. And as we act, we become more confident. And I see that in my own life. I see myself when I get down. No, it's crazy how the amount of work that I want to do goes way down when I get down on myself. And when I'm filling up, the amount of work that I want to do goes way up. So like you're saying, also what I would say, Ben, on that one right there is if you're feeling down, the best way to stop feeling down is to go to work. Exactly. What you just said at the beginning, barring mental illness. Look, if you're look, I get down every day. I get down. There's highs and lows every single day. There's highs and lows. And so when I'm down or discouraged or whatever, I just go to work. I've got my to-do list right here. I've literally got it listed out on all the things I want to do. And the way I feel about doing it is irrelevant. Like I just go to work and life is better. And then action begets action and action fosters confidence. Like we talked about earlier and confidence fosters courage, which allows you to do more than you did before. And it's, it's this crazy cycle and it's amazing. It's, it's not that hard to tap into. It just requires effort. And I think that's, yeah. And that's what, that's what make that's what's so hard about it is effort most people are trying to find the easy way out and it just it's not that and that and sometimes that's why it's so hard for me to 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 speak about these things because people just want that quick answer and it's like it's not a quick answer i mean if you want to be healthy if you want to have the strength 
and the the not only the physical stamina but the mental stamina to do everything you have to do you have to be able to put in the work for sure do you think do you think though that people really want the quick answer i don't know if that's true i i kind of think of that and i think what they actually are after is the quick excuse <laughs> like i don't know if like even if i said hey um you know, listen to this podcast that we're doing today. And if you do steps A, B, and C, very simple, very easy, quick, that you'll have the results you want. Do you think most people would say, oh, okay, cool. It's that easy. Okay, good. I got it. Go. Or do you think most people would say, oh yeah, but you know, you don't understand my situation <laughs> or you don't know what I've been through. Yeah, of course I know what you've been through. I've been through the same thing. You've been through the same thing. I've been fat. I've been out of shape. I've been overweight. I've been broke. I've been uh, struggling in my relationship. My wife and I went through a divorce. I mean, like I've been rejected. I've been turned down. I've been told I'm not good enough. Like I've been all through all the same thing you have. So are we really after the quick fix? Or are we after the excuse not to do what we know we should be doing? <laughs> I think we're after the excuse. Not do it when, yeah. And I think, and that's probably one of the reasons why the world is becoming so sick yeah. and not just physically, but mentally too, but it's all mentally, it's, mentally, it's, emotionally, spiritually, yeah. we're degenerate. We say we, but I'm, I'm talking about society collectively. We're degenerate. We're weak. We're feeble. That's, that's a bad situation, man. It really yeah. is. So I mean, what can we do? What can we do? We'll get out there. Go to work. And work. Go to yeah. work. Go to work daily. You know, don't worry about what's going to happen in 90 days. I don't know. People ask me all the time, where do you see order of man going in the next 90 days? Dude, I don't even know what I'm going to have for dinner tonight. So how would I know what's going to happen in 90 days? I didn't know Afghanistan was going to fall. Like, I, don't, I don't know that stuff. How would we predict that stuff, right? What I would say to you is focus on what's in front of you right now. Be present. You know, you're listening to this podcast and instead of worrying about what's going to happen with Afghanistan or what's going to happen to you over the next 90 days or what's going to happen to the country, why don't you just take one thing that you and I shared today and just say, you know, that, that was insightful. I haven't considered that. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll do that after action review every day. I'm going to do that. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that for 90 days. I'm going to do an after action review for 90 days. And let's just see how it goes. Cool. You'll be better for it. Or, you know, I'm going to work out. I'm just going to spend 45 minutes every single day doing a workout. Maybe it's CrossFit. Maybe it's powerlifting. Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's going for a run. Maybe it's just taking, you know, picking up a rock that you found somewhere and just carrying it for a mile. Like, I don't care. I don't, I don't care what it is. I'm just going to do it. Guys, just. It's very, very simple. It's not easy. So let's not confuse and conflate the two. It's not easy. When we moved to Maine, so we moved to Maine a little over two years ago. And I went to the convenience store one day and, and the gal and, and her and I have become friends over the, over the past couple of years, but her name is Jill. And she says, you know what people are calling you? This was like within the first three months that we moved here. She says, you know what people are calling you? And I said, calling me? Like, what are you talking about? What are they calling me? And she says, Everybody in the neighborhood is calling you the weird workout people <laughs> because my wife and I will carry kettlebells and we'll run up and down our driveway and we'll flip tires and we'll, 
take the sledgehammer to the tire. We'll do all this weird stuff. I said, people are calling us the weird workout people. And she said, Jill said, yeah, they, they are. They're calling me the weird workout people. And I said, good, bring it on. Like if I'm the weird workout person in my wife, like my wife and I are weird because we're working out good. Please continue to call us that guys get to work and people aren't going to understand it. They're going to be confused. They're going to be vocal about it. They're going to say, what are you doing? That's stupid. Cause again, we're workout people. Don't let any of that bother you. Just get to work doing what you know you should be doing. It's not easy. It's very simple. You know what you should be doing. The integrity gap, just get after it. I think that's, that's the most important part. It's, it's simple to understand, but it's not easy. And, but we're not looking for easy. And most people that are listening to this podcast don't care about easy. They're looking to become better. So it's simple to understand what we got to do and just taking those steps, just those small little steps. Some of the things that you said today, just take those and start doing those. Yeah. And I imagine life will become more simple, not easier, but more simple. And I love it. Yeah. I love it. Thanks a ton, uh, Ryan, for, for coming on. I mean, this conversation probably could have gone on for a lot longer, but we'll, we'll come to a close, but before we come to a close, um, how can people get to know more about what you're doing and, and, and where can they, find you yeah you're listening to a podcast right now so if you like podcasts search order of man wherever you listen to podcasts uh go to orderofman.com that's our headquarters that's where we have all of our products and our brotherhood the iron council and our events and so i think between those two places and if you want to connect with me individually uh instagram is probably best that's where i spend most of my time it's at Ryan Mickler. My last name is M-I-C-H-L-E-R or Twitter or Facebook at the same thing, Ryan Mickler. And uh, shoot me a message, comment on one of my posts. I try to be very, very active. I'm mo- Again, I'm mostly active on Instagram, so connect with me there. Awesome. And I also, just real quick, I, I read your book. I thought it was really good. Sovereign. Thank you. I thought it was yeah, a really good you, book. So I, I know that. I know you have a book out there too. And I thought it was really interesting. And I think it's a great way to help us men take control of our lives. So I think that was really good. That's a great help too. So look for that sovereignty yeah. by Ryan Mickler. And, <laughs> and I will say, I haven't talked about this much, but in 2022, we'll have book number two available working with a publisher right now to get that released and taken care of. So 2022's book number two is coming out. So be aware of that as well. Nice. Excited. Well, thanks. Thanks again for coming on. And um, well, we'll have to definitely do this again. These are great moments. Maybe even talk about your book. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you know when that comes available, but I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for letting me join you today. Oh, anytime. <laughs>